You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. everybody welcome to another episode of sitting ringside this is episode number 188 we're doing it we're doing it again we're, we're gonna do it again man we're gonna do it in, we're gonna do it in spanish <laughs> in espanol Hola, Vamos. Hola. Bienvenidos a otro podcast. Estamos aquí en el episodio número 188. No, bro, we're not doing that tonight. Ah, oh, man. That sucks. All right. Well, I am your host, Robert Villa. And as always with me, my boys, David Rodriguez, Mark Ambu Miller, and of course, Rudy Lara. How's it going, fellas? It's going, baby. Yes, sir. It is going. Another Thursday night, hanging out with the boys, talking MMA and other shit. Uh, Guys, let's go ahead and do our quick uh, shout outs. Of course, as always, HKA USA. Go to hkausa.com, uh, go buy their stuff, just go. I can't ex- uh, say it enough every Thursday night, just go to hkausa.com. Also, to our streaming partners, Flow Combat, Fight TV, ESPN+, Zone, and MMA TV. And of course, shout out to our partner promotions as well. Just click the More button and click the Partners tab. You'll see everybody that we work with. Also, our friends at Foxhound Fuel. Go to foxhoundfuel.com. Use our discount code for 20% off your purchase. It's FBMMA in all caps. Go check it out. They got a lot of good stuff there. Also, to the fellas, if you guys want to get some cool-ass underwear, go to John Tyler's website. Cool ass uh, underwear. So they just yeah. underwear that cover your ass. That's it, bro. That is it. Perfect. That's that's exactly what I look for. 
Mark get twenty new Tonys anyway. So Mark, you need to go. To I know, man. You, you need to go to John Tyler's website, bro. Just like David said. Uh, for a discount, twenty percent off in all your purchases. Use our discount code FIGHTBOOK in all caps. Or use uh, your phone and scan the QR code. Also, if you want to get some merch, some hats, we got hoodies, we got t-shirts. Go to our uh, merch we shop. We got FIGHTBOOK MMA condoms. We got it all, man. We have it all. Uh, go check it out. Scan the QR code and it'll take you straight to the uh, merch. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Let's do the quick rundown of all the events that are happening this week, fellas, in the MMA kickboxing grappling Muay Thai category. As always, can never, uh, never, don't ever, never skip these events. But what a cool way to start the uh, weekend with one Friday Fights 32. Awesome events every always, Friday morning. Always, man. bro. That's the way I wake up and, and start my day. Hell yeah, um, dude. And it's perfect, bro. Yep. It is very, very super necessary. Uh, go to the fightbookmma.com. I will have the live stream and the uh, results as well. <clears throat> also, tomorrow we have Cage Warriors 159 in San Diego. Yeah. Also, uh, we have uh, Jackson Wink uh, Fight Night uh, 5 um, here in my hometown. I will be there tomorrow night covering that event. So you will find the live results as well at the website. Also on September 9th, we have Glory 88, uh, Hari versus McSweeney. That's going to be streaming live at uh, Fight Book MMA. Also, Dynasty Combat Sports, Kearney Cage War 2023, also streaming live at the website. Also, the next two events are going to be streaming live at the website. Fusion, Fusion, Fusion Fight League, Rumble Under the Rims 5, and Pure Combat High Desert Brawl 16. And uh, in the boxing bare knuckle slap fighting category, the only thing that's happening is uh, tomorrow in Canada, Get New Quebec um, live on ESPN Plus. It's Christian and Billy versus Dem uh, Demond Nicholson. Uh, this is a 10 rounder in the super middleweight division. And that's it for those events, fellas. David, what do we always say about these uh, fights, man? Yeah, well, first of all, though, if you weren't up last night at 1 a.m. New Mexico time or wherever you're at watching the press conference for UFC 293, 100% not a real UFC fan or fight fan, but of course, you're not watching every single second, every round, every fight of every event that Rob just mentioned going to fight book MMA. Not a real fight fan. Not, not a real fight, fight fan. fan. Sorry, folks. You got to do the, uh, the fuck it Friday challenge too. Don't forget that shit. Yeah. Be, yeah. be ready tomorrow. Cause shit. What did he do last week? The pancakes or what was it really? Cause I mean, yeah, it was creme brulee. Yeah. Yeah, so bet you bet your ass you gotta start out the fight <laughs> with the Target Friday challenge and twice on Sunday be a real fight fan. Hell yeah. Hey, Great so we shot. have uh Richard Richard Cunningham asking if anyone's see, seen his buddy Reese McKee on the UFC Paris this weekend. I saw that fight. I saw yeah. every fight. I watched saw every damn fight because I'm a real fight fan. Yes, sir. I was going to say a quick shout out to Richard Cunningham. Watching us all the way from Northern Ireland. Mm. That's freaking 
badass. Thanks for the support, Richard. We really do appreciate you, man. Also, uh, shout out to Oscar Leon. Thanks for jumping on the chat, bro. Really do appreciate everybody's uh, support, uh, supporting our uh, our crazy ass podcast. Um, we are different, <laughs> but we yeah, are awesome. And unfortunately, we were supposed to be uh, joined by JT Tilly tonight. He had some issues. Uh, father is ill, so prayers to uh, JT Tilly and the family. Yeah. yeah, we were ready to talk some uh, slap championship and uh, some real big slap news uh, stuff going on with the UFC. Uh, with the WWE involved, um, was hoping to get, get uh, you know, ask some questions and get uh, some breaking news. But we will hopefully get to JT and have him back on the show again. Prayers to his pops and his family for yep. sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll probably get him on next week. Uh, it just all depends on the situation with his uh, uh, the family and stuff. So, uh, yeah. but for sure, uh, he he is uh, ready to to uh, jump on then uh, yeah we'll, we'll we'll talk to him soon we will definitely be talking to him soon so um yeah, like yeah every, everybody here at yeah. i was gonna say every, everybody here at fight book mma and sitting ringside you know we got you in our thoughts and prayers brother yeah and like rudy said uh rudy's a real fight fan he watched the entire card last week ufc paris it was an early start time uh mentioned reese mckee i mean if we can go top to bottom I know that Reese McKee fight. I mean, man, like uh, Anglusa, Rudy kind of called it last week. You know, he picked Anglusa to win the fight. He came out there guns blazing and basically like gassed out in, uh, you know, getting those first two rounds in and, you know, winning the fight. But Reese McKee was still there in the third round and made it a dog fight and made him earn that, you know, and went by decision, of course. So, Yeah, that was yeah. a dog fight, man. It was a really good fight. Um, hats off to Reese McKee, man. That dude took. He took a licking and kept on ticking. Angelusa, <laughs> I yeah, I, there was a couple times Angelusa, I thought it was going to put him away, but he didn't, man. Um, I mean, he stood in there and he banged with him, and it w that was a fun fight, bro. There was some really good fights. That was that was one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's starting off the card with uh, you know a fair amount of decisions, but uh, second fight of the night, I told you all about the Basharat brothers and. Definitely delivered a, a nasty, uh, what was it, arm triangle? Uh, yeah, so it was an arm man. triangle, man. In the very first round, it yeah, was that was yeah, awesome. Low-key killer at 135. I'm uh, really curious to see who they match him up with next. He'll probably fight before the end of the year, you know, given. I mean, it, maybe him and his brother fight on the same card or so because job is a beast. And uh, Farid is super legit, man, so definitely keep him under radar. And uh, delivering, like I said, the, an early finish with the second fight of the night. Uh, uh, moving on, I think uh, we all picked Jocelyn Edwards to win, right? Didn't we? And uh, who had Nora? Rob, did you have Nora? Because that was an upset. I thought the no. experience of uh, Edwards, she would get the job done. But yeah, man, another tough uh, three round fight uh, debut yeah. for Nora also. Yeah, that, that fight kind of screwed me in, on some of my parlays, man. I'm pretty sure it screwed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, bro. But it, I mean, if it wasn't for that fight, I would have had several grand off a couple of bucks. Um, that fight fucked me up, dude. All the other ones, I got them right, dude. I got them. I picked them right. I picked every single one of them right. Yeah, I mean, even the what is it? The Morgan Chattery fight was kind of controversial with the kick, right? You get the ref. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What the fuck was that, dude? That was some weird bullshit. Yeah, really strange. I mean, we have kind of seen stuff like that happen before, but with so many camera angles and just like, you know, the commentary, you know, of course, dropping in there and then end up, you know, just, you know, stopping the fight. Very strange. I had to go back and rewatch it, check it out. But I mean, 
he made out pretty big in a in a back in his backyard. You know what I mean? And Morgan is, you know, on to bigger and better things. Uh, Manolo on the the wrong end of a controversial uh, ref stoppage. What can he do? Mm-hmm. Yep. But what was your uh, favorite fight of the night, Mark? Uh, I know you better have watched um, every single fight. Probably Vulcan <laughs> and the Ben Washington E1. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, dude, that was. He's going to like under the radar, climb up those ranks and get that shot. That, that was my favorite fight of the night. Hey, Mark, your audio is a little bit low. But oh, is it? Yeah. I can't. Okay. I can barely use guys, too. Yeah, we got fight of the night uh, for, for that fight. Benoit Saint-Denis versus Tiago Moises. Benoit Saint-Denis just went out there and fucking brutalized Moises for, for two rounds. Um, I'm glad it didn't go any further. Uh, th- that was a great fight, dude. Um, he's getting better, too, man. Like, each time out there, and he's calling his shot pretty well, using his mic game very well. So, yeah, very, did. Interesting, <laughs> very interesting prospect at... 155. 155 has always been a loaded division. Very much been the, the best division in the UFC for several right. years. Welterweight, of course, and featherweight. But I don't know who they match him up with next, but uh, very high on Benoit Saint-Denis. I know we talked about it last week, and uh, we all were in favor of Saint-Denis getting the job done, even by a finish. But, um, yeah, Thiago's a dog, man. So he hung in there for two, but too much on the side of uh, Benoit Saint-Denis. So. Yeah, man, The uh, it, it kind of fell off the cliff after that. Um mm-hmm. For me, anyways, I I thought yeah, the the old Namajunas fight was kind of kind of boring, if you ask me. Yeah, and you know that and, Rose, of course, had that injury. I guess broke her finger or so. Yeah, it's the first round. Uh, still toughing it out, you know, for three rounds. But yeah, and I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Uh, to be honest with you, it just looked like Fiora was just way overpowering. Just her size, you know. Even yeah. though Thug Rose says, you know, the size isn't an issue, you could clearly see that it was, man. And I, I was the only one that picked her to win, and all the guys <laughs> picked Rose to win. Yeah, whatever, bro. I'm yeah. still rolling with Rose. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what, what they. I mean, Fiore is in a position now to possibly fight for the title. Uh, we know in a couple of weeks, uh, UFC Noche, the belt's going to get defended. I know they talked to her. When did they? Didn't they debut the? The Mexican custom belt, right, for Alexa Grasso. I don't yeah, know if that, that was first too as well. We know Yair had, like, a custom belt. It didn't last very long. He got beat up by Volks. I don't know if the same thing happens with Alexa. We shall see. And but, if uh, it does that, happen to Alexa, bro, that is that is a fucking curse. Yeah, don't get a custom belt. Don't get, don't get a custom belt. You will lose. Yeah, well. Joe, get a I, custom I, belt. If if it's blessed by Drake, guaranteed to lose. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Worth mentioning too before we get to the main event. I I, I told y'all, I told y'all, Vulcan Ozdemir. Do not pick against him. Do not pick him. He will fuck your picks one way or the other. Yeah. You'll never get his fights correct. And if you did, all the power to you. I got it right. Just yeah. not perfect. Dude, Vulcan <laughs> coming in with a weird naked choke, bro. Like uh, what? Yeah. I mean, he was not fucking around, guys. Uh, yeah, he was not. <laughs> he meant business, and I mean, shoot, man, like this is the ride that he's had, like fighting DC, giving DC a hell of a fight several years ago, went on a losing streak, and he's still relevant, uh, top ten, top fifteen uh, at light heavyweight. You know, so 
Fucking two more wins, stoppages like that. Ozdemir, title shot. Why not, you know? <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of title shots, I don't know if they'll – well, Cyril oh. Gunn eventually will fight for the title, but I know the Tom Aspinall fight, we talked about it last week, and uh, Mark Ambie Miller going out there and getting lit up by Cyril Gunn. He got murked, bro. He got murked. Dude, Cyril God went shots, in guys. there body and shots. just fucking annihilated him. I mean, he was the just... Body shots, and I, I took it... You know what? I took a payday because we were in France, so I had to make game look good. <laughs> bro, it, it was... It was uh, he was severely outclassed. Um, oh, that was dude. It was embarrassing, bro. I mean, he just... At, at one point, he was just doing body blows. You know, just straight up disrespected him and throwing punches and, and strikes at the weirdest angles, dude. Um, I was just like... Did he even throw a, a flying knee? He needs some milk. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, such a weird, just strange performance. Was totally not expecting that. Of course, Cyril Gone, you know, definitely went out there and showed that he made improvements and uh, wanted or oh. said it pre-fight that he was going to go out there and, you know, and have a good turnaround performance and show out like that, uh, you know, given that he got smoked eh, by the goat congrats, but, eh. but the tom aspinall fight there's a sergey pavlovich fight out there i know sergey's the standby opponent for jones and a stipe but what do you guys see Cyril gun matched up with next you think they try to get him back in the mix heavyweight title say it is like a vacant belt by the end of the year possibly pa- pavlovich that's really about it yeah that and if, if if he gets injured, well then Siragan can just be like the backup for a, a heavyweight title. Yeah, and we still don't know if Jones and Stipe is happening. I've thrown that conspiracy out there that I won't believe it until they actually lock the cage in MSG because we're talking about John Jones here. But but worth noting too, kind of like a shitty uh, high low experience or a day for Siragan. Not only did he have a big win, comeback win, um, he had his house was fucking robbed, right? Something like that. There was new. Yeah, bro, his his house was robbed. So not only was the poster shitty, not only was the event shitty, but something (laughs) shitty happened to Cyril Ron. He got robbed. Yeah, over like a hundred and yeah, like one hundred sixty thousand dollars worth of stuff was. uh, I don't know if they caught the person or not. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, all that's... of stuff is gone. Was it croissants and baguettes? Was this was it cereal? Bro. Gone? You are so dumb. Was was all his cereal gone? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, all of it, all of it was gone. Obviously, no one was home, so no one was hurt. No, because yeah, everybody was gone. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's why. I mean, yeah, where would you call it? I mean, like this event was somewhat just lackluster. I mean, the crowd was amazing. The oh, the crowd was, was awesome, bro. The crowd was awesome. Yeah, but overall, great on the card. I mean, you guys know I'm harsh when it comes to that. This card was a five. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm gonna give it a six. Six. Five and a half. Yeah. Five and three quarters. Oh, no. Fuck off, Rudy. <laughs> I think the uh, the poster is kind of like we're, at, we're on a continuing trend of like that's gauging how the event is and will play out 
and this was one true event that played to the poster, right? I mean, yeah, the poster was, <laughs> yeah, was a shit poster. but yeah, I mean, UFC Paris, they made it back there, the crowd is live, John got the big win in his backyard. I thought Spivak would come out there and um, at least make it a, you know, whatever, into the third round or so, or get some wrestling, kick gone down, but John sewed up some holes in his game, and he's still a contender. He I might thought that he would have done something, bro. I thought that he would have at least went for body shots, take a shot, you know what I'm saying? He didn't He didn't try to do anything. He did try to do anything. He just stood he just there. Didn't show up. Yep. Yeah. He just covered up, stood there, and didn't do shit. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. Gone got the win, so yeah. let's move on. Yeah. Because Aspinall was going to fuck his shit up next, most likely. Yeah, and Rob, you did mention the like the fight or the card run down for the weekend. I almost totally forgot about this guy, but he is main eventing that uh, Cage Warrior show. It's in San Diego. I told uh-huh. my cousin who lives in San Diego, I said, you better go. You're not a real fight fan, but he's not, <laughs> I mean, he's not a, real, a real fight fan, but he likes to tune in. But in his backyard, Bill, Wilson Hayes. Wilson Hayes. Yep. Man. Wilson Hayes. Fighting, yeah, he's fighting Trevin Jones, another guy who's recently cut from the yep. UFC. But, but Wilson Hayes was like a staple in the UFC uh, flyweight division, like in its inception yep. and fought all the legends. You know what I mean? So I was like, wow. I almost totally forgot that guy. And then he's still active, of course, fighting for a Bantamweight title in Cage Warriors, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a it's a it's a pretty good card, man. Um go to fightbookmma.com and you'll see the you'll see everything that has to do with uh, Cage Warriors. Yeah, man. That's why I was like, wait, Wilson Hicks. Totally thought he retired. <laughs> but. but yeah, oh, oh yeah, worth mentioning too. Uh I don't know if Jimmy's listening right now or so, but Happy birthday to Jimmy the Brick Flip, our boy. Happy yes, birthday, sir. dude. Happy birthday. Oh, Hell yeah. Happy yeah, birthday. Speaking of uh, flyweights, too. So, yeah, hopefully Jimmy Flick gets an, up out and gets back in there before the end of the year. So, uh, But that should conclude UFC Paris. Um, yep. Of course, we don't have a guest. Uh, we could move straight into that portion. Huh. Of the I think it's... Inside the Cage News. Yeah. This, Hell yeah. This specific week has been one of the strangest, probably not the, the most strange, but just the news that's out there, just odd, like in and out of the cage, involving fighters, coaches. Uh, Nganu Fury had the press conference earlier today. I don't know if you guys seen that. Yeah. That was kind of weird, but the poster is super legit. I don't know if you guys seen the poster. Yeah, yeah. the poster's nice. Yeah, so two kings, right, meeting up here soon. And, uh, yeah, Dana White probably does not like that, right? No. And he, it, it, it's it's going to uh, it's going to hurt Dana White, let me tell you that right now. Yeah, well, he's not getting a piece of it. That's what nope. I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. And God nope. is going in there. Doesn't, I, doesn't If he loses, like, whatever. Like, say he wins, like we talked about it, there'll be a rematch for 60 Bro. million you know what I mean? So. Fuck all that. I don't think Dana White cares about that because <laughs> in the end of the day, he's got fucking Friday challenges. <laughs> and he's got power slap too, which is... Power yeah. slap. That's all he needs. <laughs> but yeah, Ngannou Fury pressure last night, or we'll get to the press conference with Izzy and Strickland when we get to uh, UFC 293 rundown. But our favorite fighter, Rudy's favorite fighter, getting sued, 
Dildo Dennis getting sued by Logan Paul's wife. So that beefs up there. <laughs> so that potentially builds up the hype and, uh, you know, for the potential fight that may in fact happen. We don't know if it's going to happen or not, right, Robert? Yeah. Uh, who knows yeah. if it's going to happen, bro? I don't, I don't refer to him as Dildo Dennis anymore um, ever since he's uh, he's changed his ways, bro. He's Well, he didn't change his ways. He just got funny. Um, if you follow him on Twitter, uh, his his Twitter has been hilarious <laughs> the past couple of weeks, man. He's just been going all in on on uh, Logan Paul's fiance, posting pictures of her with like every fucking dude you can imagine. <laughs> so, so she threatened to sue him. Um, she wants him to pay like one hundred fifty thousand dollars for leaking secret pictures of her. I'm like, how are they secret if they're online? If they were, if they out were leaked. All- yeah, out of all people to say it's a secret. To, yeah, to get so secret photos. Come on, man. Yeah, so they're in jeopardy of uh of I guess not fighting because of that, according yeah, to Dennis. That that's fine with me because I'd rather see Mike Perry go out there and get paid and actually like Mike Perry might stand a chance against Logan. We all know Dylan Dennis has no fucking shot against Logan Paul. Right. No, he, does not. No, he needs to go home and sit down. <laughs> But hey, Rudy, like you said, the uh, M- MMA community can turn on you in a second and love you the next day. Dildo oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's love now. So that's what kind of Twilight Zone shit we're in. You know, you got, you know, Dildo Dennis. He doesn't even fight. Like, the guy hasn't fought in like five years, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been about five years. <laughs> amazing. Right? Amazing. But that's okay. He doesn't have to fight, bro. Yeah. Well, that's the era that we're in, too. You don't actually have to fight. You could just. You know, have talk Twitter shit. Have no, just having Twitter and being yeah. everything, man. You got a shot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the era we're living in. But yeah, apparently, well, we'll see if that fight fucking happens. But I'd rather see Mike Perry get paid. I know they faced off already, and they're kind of hinting that you know shit's gonna fall out with that whole lawsuit deal or whatever. Some that surface, and yeah, we're in an era where like pictures are surfaced and like. Whatever, somebody's dating multiple celebrities over the years. I know that shit's going to come out eventually, and Dylan Dan has jumped on it, and now we love him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, on to, uh, well, we're going to stick to fight-related stuff. We'll get to super outside the cage news in a minute. You want to know, someone's fighting the, uh, tomorrow, dude, isn't it? Uh, these two dudes, fucking Verdum and Cigano. Oh, they're, it's a bare knuckle fight tomorrow, isn't it? Oh. Is it boxing or MMA? It's um, bare knuckle, dude. Oh, yeah, I know that, but is it bare knuckle boxing or bare knuckle MMA? Bare knuckle MMA. Okay. Yeah, it's the game bread. Are we covering that one, Rob? Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't dude. even mention it. God, I suck. Yeah, you yeah. suck ass, bro. I suck. I'm sorry. And speaking Game. of steroids, Rody, put that picture back up because that's steroids right there. Which picture? Oh, <laughs> you think that's steroids? Nah, bro. These guys nah, look. That ain't nah, that's not steroids. That's nah, all that's natural. These guys are normal. Bro. That's that special horse meat. It's uh, normal. It's normal. It's normal. It's normal. Yeah, um, wasn't our boy Joe Bauman? Isn't he fighting on that card too? Right. Everybody said that Joe Bauman he fight. He's going to fight Anderson Silva, but it's not going to happen. 
I'll tell you right now, <laughs> you know what's going to happen. You guys hear that rumor that Anderson Silva wants one last fight in uh, Japan against uh, uh, Fedor? Hey, Anderson Silva recently he went to go fight somebody in the jungles of Africa. <laughs> Do you see that? Do you see that video? <laughs> yeah, you know what's a Mandela effect? Jake Paul beat Anderson Silva. MMA back for boxing. Yeah. Class, right? yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, no, um, yeah, totally. Rob dropped the ball. Got about I did. Not a I did. Game ready. Yep. Not a... <laughs> You've been game oh. ready. <laughs> so, quick shout out to uh, our boys out there in Florida, Joey Jenred and Scooter. They're going to be covering the event for us uh, for Fightbook MMA. So, um, watch out for some fire ass uh, photos from Joey Jenred. Oh that yeah, boy, man. He, he takes some good photos. He takes some badass photos. So, yeah, I can't wait. And like I mentioned, Joel Bauman, our boy, has been on the show. He's a celebrity now, so but he's fighting on this card as well. So check him out. The guy's a killer too, man. So Yeah, he is. Uh, but on the note of GameBrit, I know they announced the heavyweight title fight too today. Or was it yesterday? Roy Nelson will fight uh, Alan Belcher October 6th, I believe. Is it October 6th? Yeah, so GameBrit, uh, GameBrit FC6 is what the event is, so... Roy motherfucking Nelson, heavyweight champ of Game Bread, right? That guy just never stops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable, right? Yeah. He just never stops. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why I was like wondering. Like, I thought he was, well, he's been fighting for Game Bread, right? Didn't he uh, compete once yeah. before? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, and he won like first round knockout or something like that. Too. Okay. But yeah. Shout out to Roy Nelson. We got to try to like get the uh, country on the show. That'd be legit. Well, that'd be dope if we get him on. I'm sure he'll say yes. I'd love to get him on. I was like always I have a big a picture fan. with him. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, you do. That's right. I've, seen it. I've always been a big fan of Roy. I mean, I can never forget the fight. Like you just, we just mentioned uh, uh, Dos Santos. I remember those uppercuts that he landed on Roy. Oh. Like, killed a normal man and he ate like 25 of them. You know what I mean? And, Roy Nelson, one of the best chins of like the old era, right, of the UFC. So, mm-hmm. well, so I just want to share um, some Nate Diaz news. Um, one of his tweets: "Here's your MMA fight, bitch. You're easy as fuck. We can box or fight MMA at Real Fight Inc. No problem. Fuck PFL and fuck you, pussy." Oh, I just wanted to read that because it's funny. <laughs> Well, Nate don't give a shit. He's trying to make the most money he can, and I'm pretty sure that fight with uh, Jake, most money he's probably ever made. Hashtag the McGregor, uh, you know, fights or whatever. But yeah, so shout out to Nate Diaz. Anytime Nate fights, shout out money for sure. So hell uh, yeah. Is there anything else, Mark? You want to add the outside the cage news, Unabomber style? Yeah. So you guys well, want to see yeah. some of the uh, the the Fury and Ganu face off? Yeah, let's see. I seen some of the press. It was kind of funny. It, yeah, well, we can watch some of it. I wonder hurt. how much Tyson Fury weighs like at the moment because 
See, look at him, look at him. Ngannou's fought big guys at heavyweight, but he's not fighting. Ngannou's yawning. The likes of Tyson Fury, someone that moves like he does. We've got tall fighters in MMA, you know. Bro. Volkov and Struve. And Fury is a damn ball. Fury. Fury. He's, he's, they say he's 6'9", and I think um, Ngannou's 6'4", 6'5". Does that look like someone who's 6'9", to a 6'5", guy? No, no. not at all. No. <laughs> Yeah, let, or yeah, I guess so. But if Ngannou has like a big lifted shoe or something, maybe I don't. A big lifted shoe? You think he's wearing boots? Yeah. Or something. Let's see. Is he know. wearing boots? He might be, bro. Let's see. He, he what if Henry Cejudo fucking Kiwi Herman sees, right? What a shitty point of view. That's a good angle right there. But look at that, dude. Hmm. He looks a little pudgy. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a month, a month and a half to the fight, so. Well, he's looked like that his entire career and has been knocking people dead. So, but yeah. Uh, let's out, see. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. This far out, though, like that fight for sure is happening, right? Like, there's no doubt yeah. about it that that fight happens, right? What happens? Yeah. Well, it's boxing and it's all about the money, and it's like it's a one off deal, maybe a rematch. Because I know Fury has said, I'll knock him out in seconds. And already proposed like a rematch where you would offer it to him, even if he in fact did like sleep him. But I don't know, man. Ngannou might just come out as the king of the world, right? Yep. A uh, quick shout out to uh, our friends at Brave Combat Federation. They had their event uh, today, Brave CF seventy four. Uh, if you didn't catch that event, go to fightbookmma.com and you can get the full results and recap there. Um. And then I don't want to forget, too, to mention that uh, Fightbook MMA broke the news that Valor BK2 is happening. Um, and it is set for October 27th. I might get flown out there and cover the event. So um, if it does, then I will be leaving probably either that Thursday night, uh, either after the show or probably not make it to the show or that Friday morning. So we'll see. Nice. Just throwing it out there. I was wondering about that too because it's been a while for Valor Bebo has been exclusive to Can and and his promotion. So would love for them to do that for you. Now Hefe out there, boots on the ground, super necessary. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yep. But moving on to uh, very outside the cage news. I know we've all heard about it. Hopefully, we all have heard about it. I don't know if you guys heard about the Paw Patrol. What? What's going on with that? Them? I have no idea what you're talking about. What happened to Paw Patrol? <laughs> well, apparently there. Uh -oh. Snacks recall due to pornographic website URL? That's right. Is that? Yeah, there's a, there a URL apparently on the, the Paw Patrol tree just so, and it, like, it directed you to Porn. That's so, awesome. <laughs> that's not awesome, dude. These little kids, bro. What are you talking about? That's awesome. That's horrible. <laughs> See, they, they, they try. They they're trying to get the kids young, bro. Oh my you know, they're trying to get these kids young with stupid bullshit like oh this, and and inject sexuality into every fucking little thing that we see. They can't just let kids be kids. Like right? fuck. Yeah. Fuck whoever did that, bro. You're a piece yeah, of fuck. shit. Yeah, I don't think it was a mistake either. I'm with you, Rudy, because, yeah, you're right. They tried to inject that shit. And, uh, that was fucking was calculated. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's bullshit, bro. Like the whoever people who do shit like that should be thrown in jail. I'm sorry. Like there's no excusing that kind of crap. Like, dude, I don't know, man. Just leave kids alone. Just leave kids alone. I don't care what you do. You know, I love everybody. I don't got any ounce of hate for anybody out there. Um except for yeah, pedophiles. I don't it, like pedophiles. When it, when it goes to something like this, that's a pedophile move right there, bro. Yeah. And, and I, I bet you pedophiles. like randomly, like if you happen to have one of them. I hate pedophiles. <laughs> and if you happen to this how bad the world is, I bet you if you happen to have got a hold of one of those snacks. It's probably like worth gold. On like it's probably world. worth like millions, bro. Like that's how stupid things are. Like yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, horrible. Probably, bro. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. <laughs> yeah. So I got kids, bro. You imagine my kids grabbing that bag? Like, hey, look what I found. Ooh, let me go to this link. No, I don't want to think about that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want my kids doing that they, shit. They get the fucking camera and scan that QR code or or. Mm-hmm. Get to that link, like what the fuck, dude? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, dude, don't put Jesus into this, okay? He has nothing to do with this. Yeah, dude. That's right. The ADL is gonna come after you. The Ooh, demonio yeah, is gonna come out and grab your nuts. Well, better watch what? it. <laughs> Shove it down your throat. Oh yeah. But well. Well, moving on outside the cage, it was a very cool story. I know I sent it in the chat earlier that I found out. I heard about it like a day or two ago, but uh, they finally got the dog back to the owner. But probably the coolest dog ever, like in history. The dog, the name is Storm. Apparently it snuck out from like a neighborhood in Inglewood, California. Snuck into the Metallica concert. That's fucking awesome. (laughs) And shout out to Storm. Such a badass dog. It's like a Forget the breed. It's like a Akita Husky or something like that. But uh, yeah, sitting in the seat, chilling. You know what I mean, like dude. The pictures, bro. <laughs> the, the video. He's just chilling and just jamming to fucking Metallica, bro. Badass. Yeah. Like, I mean, like how did he go through security? How did he like sneak in? Because I want to learn from that dog, so I can sneak into a Metallica concert. <laughs> He's yeah. trying to get away from Izzy. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that too. That's another. I think uh, uh, Australia, New Zealand's looking deeply into that one too. But uh, mm-hmm. the fight might even be in jeopardy because of it, right? Yep. But, but yeah, mm. but for sure though, that dog, Rob. I know your dog lover, Rudy. We all are. Yeah. Storm, you are the best, and that's the he... coolest story I've heard in a while, right there for a dog. He is a hero to every single canine out there, bro. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So if dogs start sneaking away and end up at concerts, that might be a new trend. You know what I mean? (laughs) That might be a new trend. Okay, so the new uh, UFC EA, uh, I mean, EA UFC 5 promo dropped. I want to show it to you guys because it looks freaking awesome, bro. I was was in that private uh, conference call. Um, I attended it. Check it out, bro. Look at this yep. shit. Yeah, I've already seen it. Nope. Well, not everyone else has seen it, Roberto. Yeah, Roberto. Look, is that Valentina? Yes, it's yep. Did they just close a cage? Yep. Is Daniel Cormier going to go in there and eat her? <laughs> Uh-oh. 
It looks dope, dude. We're debuting it for you, folks. And we get to do that because, you know, it's uh, a news show. That looks cool, man. What? Is that Connor? The fight that'll never happen? I hope the transitions are that smooth. Yeah, uh oh. Connor like dominating somebody, but that won't happen. Oh shit. I hope they have a mode where you could play as Pereira with that crazy red makeup. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I'm sure they got it all. Yeah. Is that Derek Lewis? Oh no, it's John Jones with boogers. Look, look at he has boogers. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm definitely gonna. Oh, I skipped the the last part, bro. They had uh, they were showing Fedor at the end. I'm definitely gonna get that game. Yeah, so apparently all you guys on there, everyone that's part of the fight book group, I'm creating you guys, and I'm creating Tyler King the day I get that game. So apparently they're gonna have a, a pride mode. So. Gonna get to play some old school pride mode. So, during that conference call, they were saying that this is the very first uh, um, game that was uh, rated M for mature because yeah. of the uh, way that the they use this new company um, to do the whole graphics and the way the the ai is built into it that if there's a lot of blood happening then the commentators automatically know that the fight is going to be either be finished stopped by a doctor stoppage or by ref stoppage just by the damage of the fighter's uh, face or you know the way it's fighting right um but if they, the, if you start hearing the commentators commenting like, "Oh, you know, this is gonna continue," blah blah blah, or whatever, then you know the fight's gonna continue. It's pretty badass, man. That that conference call was pretty pretty legit. It was uh, it was pretty fun to 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 attend uh, to attend and and just watch the. Uh, the have you guys ever even played? That. Have you guys ever even played any of the old ones? Yeah. I've played one. every single one. I've played just every single one, dude. Ever since it came out on the Dreamcast. Yeah, yep. I think the one, the, the so one that's a challenge one. for anybody out there who's listening, who wants to get their ass beat. I mean, who actually who wants to play a challenging match? Hit me up. More pain you can hit me up on anything, and uh, I'll respond to the call. I'll destroy you on any console. I don't care what it is. <laughs> Yeah, no, that game looks super legit. And like you said, Rob, like it's kind of like the WWE games that they've been making. It's yeah. super realistic, man. Like Rudy's been playing since Dreamcast. I mean, we thought those were groundbreaking graphics then. You know what I mean? Look at this shit. He got to play as Bruce Buffer as a special character, and he knew Kung Fu. Um, I remember Dana that. White was a special character as well. Yeah, yeah it, it was super cool, bro. Super the cool. One that was like, one was of my favorites. No, the one favorite of mine is when they have like all the tap out guys. Was it like UFC Undisputed Two, mm -hmm. like Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty? That one was cool because it had all the original camps. So I'm sure this game has got like all everything that it needs to have as far as like 
uh, camps, you know, current coaches, everything. Maybe they might even have a unlockable Mario Yamasaki. You could like choose him to referee your fight. You know That'd I mean? be a death match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, Tyler King is getting created. Rob, I'm creating you. Mark, Unabomber character. Make me make me look like fucking Kimo, bro. <laughs> make him look like one of your French girls. Uh, no, that's just that's dope though. I haven't been well. Yeah, because Rudy, you play all the. Well, I'm gonna challenge you, Rudy. It's going down. I want to stream that up though. Bro, I play, I play, I play an obscene amount of games. I mean, I I hate to say it, but I play. I'm a gamer to my core, bro. I've got like thousands of games under my belt that I played. Thousands of games that I own. I love video games and I love MMA. Mm-hmm. Dude, this game, I don't know if y'all know who Frostbite uh, is. Yeah. So they're the ones that are behind the whole graphics of this uh, uh, game, which is why it looks so fucking smooth and it looks so badass. Um, yeah, so it's it's freaking awesome. They were comparing it how they were uh, when they were first starting the game and then transitioning into uh, Frostbite coming in and putting in the last uh, uh, stuff to the video. Stuff? Dude. Yeah, you know, the whole technology and everything and all the fucking shit that goes to behind making the damn game. Um, it, it was dope. Them. It was fucking dope. If it doesn't got the Roman Coliseum Stadium and you could have Elon Ooh. Musk and Zuckerberg Ooh. fight a death match in there, it doesn't have everything. Hey, bro, so we got a weird one. Hello, Johannes. I want to connect with you via LinkedIn. I'm a professional digital marketer. I've been providing digital marketing services past five years. If you need any type of digital marketing (laughs) service, Uh, hey, Ashan Habibi, you don't need that, bro. No. It looks like Mexican Arlo, dude. (laughs) Yeah, no. That guy Dude. that looks like Arlo keeps putting videos out there too with that big ass punching bag, those like twenty five hit combo. Or the twenty seven hit combo. <laughs> Dude, that is a big ass heavy bag. That's what everybody says, dude. They they just totally blow past the fact that he's trying to do a twenty seven hit combo. Yeah, but that's a uh what do you call it? Who used to Bruce Lee used to have like a five hundred pound heavy bag that looked like that? He would, he would make that thing fly around too with like a single kick. Bro, no. No. Yeah, let, let me let me show people what, what we're talking about, bro. That way uh they can have a laugh because it's it's pretty funny. Arlo in the bag. Big boxing combo. Look at the size of that fucking bag. Dude, it's huge. He's got pretty good movement, man. (laughs) That's like an ultra combo from Killer Instinct. He does does pretty good for a big guy. Yeah, he does. Pretty good for Arlo, but... Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. But moving on, um, outside the cage news, we're going to continue with the trend of mentioning bears on the show. What? Bears are continuing to do weird shit and like they're opening doors and drinking white claws. Because apparently a bear, which is a very known bear of the area according to the report, and it's a three-legged bear to make it more interesting. When it broke into somebody's porch or slash little bar area, 
had a couple white claws, drank or ate some fish food. Yeah. Bears drinking white claws. This can't be freaking real. It's, it's real, bro. Look, a three-legged bear named Tripod stole white claws from a Florida's family, a Florida family's fridge. Oh my god! <laughs> Walking to the property, peered in the fridge, and popped open some cool ones. The Cavalier Black Bear is known as Tripod. So why is he got to be black? Just because he was stealing white claws? Oh, but he should be a white bear, shouldn't he? I mean, yeah. white white people drink drink that stuff. Yeah, that's right. Good call, Rudy. Really. Yeah, spotting that one out. I mean, yeah, for reals, dude. This seems a little fake to me because a black bear obviously going to drink some forties, some malt liquor. Oh my God. Not this white claw <laughs> bullshit. So I don't believe that, bro. I don't believe this story. I think uh, I think Sergey Spivak called it right. It's fake, fake news. Yeah, I think it's hundred percent real, and it's <laughs> just racist. <laughs> oh, apparently they got video of this thing. Okay. Okay, let's see some video. Someone's in a bear suit. Nah, I don't want to know about suit. this, bro. They're yeah, just no, trying to give Black Bears a bad name. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it, for sure. It, you gotta, yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye out, though, for bears. I mean, you just might see a bear after you hear this podcast, and, like, you just be in a random place, and there's going to be a bear. And be sure yeah. to uh, share your experience just in case. Play dead. Play dead, things. folks. Take yeah, a picture, take a video, and share it to us. DM all of us so we can see the proof that uh, you faced a, a bear. Yeah, I mean, don't don't punch him in the nose because I've heard people say, "Oh, you just punch him in the nose." No, dude, that's fucking sharks. You don't punch a bear in the nose. He's gonna bite <laughs> your fucking head off. You guys know uh, anybody like in your family, or you guys know here somebody that killed a bear or had like a close encounter though? I have, just like that. Because my <laughs> uncle, he actually killed a bear uh, about. 10, 15 miles from where I'm at. He's out hunting he, alone. He killed a he bear? Him. What? When a goddamn bear charged him, uh, he shot it with a muzzle loader, which is... Take that, you dirty, filthy bear! <laughs> we ain't taking my white claws! <laughs> my uncle was so badass, like, about the experience of killing that bear. He uh, he had the, uh, the slug that killed the bear. He shot it right between the eyes. And he still has, wow. but he had the slug that he killed the bear with made into a custom belt, and he got a tattoo of the bear. So, like, yeah, shout out to my uncle Dave. They call him Legend. His nickname is Legend. So, like, yeah, I fought a bear with my Speaking bare hands. Of legend. Speaking of Legend, going on the other side of the pond in Canada, former champ UFC champ George Saint Pierre to be inducted into Canada's. Sports Hall of Fame. Congratulations to George St. Pierre and uh, getting inducted. You can find that article at fightbookmma.com. Uh, yeah, that's that's well deserved. Yeah, good for him. Good, good on uh, GSP. And uh, yeah, it's it's freaking awesome. Yeah, they need to uh, have a statue of him like somewhere, Mark. You need to put the I word out there back. in Canada. Yeah, there needs to be one for sure. Like he's the real life Frank Dukes. You know what I mean? Like who comes oh, closer? Yeah. You know, the, I mean, yeah. Dukes for you. We don't know if that guy's. He's not real though, right? Really, all that shit's fake, right? About Frank. Oh, Duke. it's fake. Yeah, totally yeah. fake. <laughs> fake news. But, yeah. Well, 
we are going to move to Australia, UFC 293. But before we get there, this is some news out of Australia involving an animal. A goddamn koala steals $3,800 worth of plants from a nursery. What the fuck is wrong with these animals, bro? Like, I'll tell you what's wrong with these animals. The people. The if people if people didn't get near animals, animals wouldn't do crazy shit. We got bears fucking looking like humans and then they're drinking liquor going into people's houses and now we got a koala stealing thirty eight hundred dollars worth of plants. Hey if those are my plants Sorry, Koala. And then the, and then dogs going to Metallica concerts. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Hey, it's a, we ventured into like some alternate universe, and like that does play out to where we will break down Sean motherfucking Strickland getting a title shot. Who knew that would happen? Oh, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? That's the kind of crazy Twilight Zone era we're in. I've been talking about it for over a year, and this is foolproof uh, all the way through. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Look out for koalas stealing plants because i guess there's like a food that's scarce or something like that but that's the uh whatever the what they think the cause of that was and hopefully that koala they didn't throw him in jail you know what i mean because i don't know if they you know if you steal thirty eight thousand or thirty eight hundred dollars of anything you're going to jail so koala <laughs> lives matter you know but ufc 293 that concludes you uh outside the cage news and that was very outside the cage news and necessary like i said it's been a week of strange, random <laughs> news involving fights, animals, everything abroad. So uh, we're back to uh, Sydney, Australia with UFC 293. And Rudy, the yellow bastard effect is back. Looks like a piss stain. Looks like a what? A piss stain. Oh. <laughs> we know Let's in fact the card was last minute and uh, they had to really just throw the entire roster of Eugene Behrman City Kickboxing Gym on this card, but the poster, yeah, man, uh, yellow bastard. They've gone, gone like with the yellow dude. bastard I don't know how many damn times, bro. And I don't like it. And and every time they do it, it's, it's like lazy. You know, it's like, you know what, fuck it, let's just do whatever. I, I yeah. like the way it looks. You know, if it wasn't tinted yellow, even if yeah. it was just black and white, this poster would have been badass. You know, black and white, everything black and white other than the belt, that would have been perfect. But they Oh, dude, weird. that's true. Right? Yeah. yeah, that would have been dope if everything was black and white except for the belt. Keep it the gold and shit and the color of the belt. That would have been dope. But everything else, it looks, I don't know, bro. Just they've done this yellow bastard theme way too many times. This poster, I'm giving it a balls or a rating of balls. It's, that's two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it a zero. A zero? A zero. They could have got creative and made it like the Chinese flag and then the American flag. You know what I mean? Yeah. China versus USA, bro. Yeah, but I think that would have offended certain people and that people would have got triggered. So I think they avoided that. Yeah, some people get triggered too easily, man. I mean, look at us. We're getting triggered by the yellow. Yeah. Oh no, no, I no. It's. I mean. <laughs> no, this is facts. No, the the, the, the poster Look, does suck. it's the yellow Look. bastard, dude. Yeah. And that is indeed that's the real Sin City font that's on our poster as well, too. So nice. But yeah, well, David I mean, always coming through with our fucking show art, man. Always. The idea is come from the UFC. 
And a lot of times I give the same effort as the UFC, but lately, like, I, I don't know. Like, we'll see. I don't know what next week's poster looks like, but we're on back-to-back weeks of just, like, minimum effort and, like, all the, like, programs you can want. Like, you could do, co- like, anything nowadays, cool shit. They don't give a fuck. They're just like, all right, UFC 293, we didn't think it was going to happen. We didn't know we had a main event. Bam, yellow bastard stamp, you know. Dude, you can go to canva.com for free and make a better fight poster than this. <laughs> but UFC returning to Sydney, though, and I'm glad they let Sean Strickland in the country. And uh, hmm. first of all, before we get to the fights, that presser wasn't, I don't know, man. Manal Cop stole the show, Rudy. Like, who knew that we had Manal Cop stealing the show and wanting to fight Izzy? Let's see what, what you're talking about. <laughs> he starts talking shit to uh, Kai Kara France. This is funny. Watch. He throws a bottle, dude. He's going Nate Diaz on him. And Kai Kara France in an overgrown sweater. Yeah, Cap, like, I mean, he wasn't, I mean, he does trash talk a lot, but yeah, he was kind of just calling out uh, Kyle France for not making the fight, you know, I mean, he dropped out, he really wanted that fight, that's a big, high-profile name in Australia, and then he's showing up to the presser, so, I mean, without Manal Cap, we had a lame-ass presser, and I think, yeah. Like, we had something to do with them, like, keeping Sean Strickland, like, they told him to not. No, no, I don't think that was it, bro. I think it was more Adesanya, man. I mean, Sean, you know, they let him speak for a little while. Um, He was talking some shit, and Izzy just wasn't biting, man. Uh, And Sean was telling him, he's like, I'm the asshole here. Izzy, you don't got to be the asshole. What did he say? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. It was a lackluster uh, look. I'll share with you what some of the stuff that he was saying. It's pretty funny. Here, check it out. The Sean Strickland and Izzy talking shit to each other. Last time I did a cool dance, then I knocked him out. This time I'm gonna knock him out and do another cool dance. Hey, he's gonna hold up a Chinese flag and fucking swear allegiance to the GCP. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grow up here and fucking nuts and grow a fucking spine. You don't even represent your country you when you sell out. When did you sign a Monster Energy? When did you sell your soul? Tell me. Hey, you you know, signed your soul recently, bro, right? You did. I ride motorcycles. Isn't it funny, isn't it funny like that anytime I have time. to fight someone, Monster signs them immediately and becomes a fan of them? You know why? Because I didn't sell out and I didn't sell my soul. What'd you have to do to that pig headed fuck? Huh? What do you have to do to sell your hey, show to get that deal? Let me tell you something about, about my man Izzy. Let's talk about it. Last. So, yeah. That's about as as much as shit talking that Izzy did. Yeah, I mean, he got, he got more riled up by, by Manel Cop, dude. You know, that's the thing that bothered me. I'm like, dude, he, he got more upset at Manel Cop than he did at uh, Sean Strickland. <laughs> and I think. Uh, 
uh, well, the Crocodile Dundee hat, necessary, but I think Sam Alvey rocked that one a little bit better. You know what I mean? It fits Sam. Oh, yeah, bro. Sam ended up looking like, uh, like what's the name from Jurassic Park? <laughs> yeah, you know, Sam, could, Sam needs it. Yeah, for sure. He could be like a Crocodile Dundee. He should be in the new, if they make a new movie, they need to have Sam Alvey as Crocodile Dundee. You know? We need to have Sam Alvey back on the show soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's fighting uh in I think two weeks, isn't he? Yeah. In karate probably, combat. Yeah, for sure. So definitely check that out. Maybe we can get him on a little bit before that. I'll reach out and see what he says. And Sam's hilarious. He's the man, so but yeah, from that I don't know. It doesn't seem like a big fight feel, you know what I mean? I know it is whatever, like they, they planned this shit out three weeks. How when did Strickland take the fight? Like less than a month ago, right? Yeah. When they finally got the the, the word that Dude, cleared to go into the country you know what i mean so but. it's and then it's only 12 fights and once we start getting through this card it's like we got a lot of ufc debuters we have a lot of fighters that are like getting pink slips if they lose i mean it's just i don't know man for for a pay-per-view uh, let's get to it from the yeah. bottom to top let's do it we have Kevin Josette versus Kiefer Crosby. This one, is, both of them are making their UFC debuts. Um, I think Kevin is coming in with a couple losses. I don't know if Rudy's got the... I'm uh, no, no, man. They're, they're, they're both on... Uh, Crosby's on a two-fight win streak. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jusset's on a, on a three-fight win streak. Three-fight three win streak. So, yeah, Kevin Jusset, uh, minus 135, coming out of France. Um, he's favored in, in this fight. Uh, Kiefer Crosby's plus 110. Um, I don't know, man. This is kind of a pick'em's fight, in my opinion. Yeah, because yep. yeah, it's the beginning of the night for Eugene Behrman, who'll be a busy man, who's got six fighters on the card. So it's basically a f an entire card. You know, with the city kickboxing guys, minus like Volkanovski, the only guy. But uh, but yeah, right off the gate, we got a, uh, you know, some of Izzy's guys or uh, Eugene's guys. So I don't know. As a fight to open this card, not too sure. Not really a fight you want to want to bet on, of course. But if I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the advantage to the guy who's who's training out of that area. You know, yeah, Kevin Jusset. Yeah, that would be my pick, and uh, I don't know decision. Maybe decision. I mean, First fight of the Decision. night, and, walk in and show out. But I, I like it'd probably be a dog fight war. I'm gonna, you know, it's a 49-51 fight. So. Yep, yep. Right on. Next up, we got Shane Young versus my boy, my homie Gabriel Fight Miranda. Um, I know Gabriel lost his last uh, UFC fight. I think that was his UFC debut. Yeah, that was his uh, UFC debut against Benoit Sandini. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it, it was a hard – that was a hard fight, man. It was very, very hard to watch. But uh, I'm going to pick Gabriel. I cannot pick against him just because he's been – I've been a fan of his, and we talk a lot on, on Instagram. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's a he's a Brave Combat uh, guy. So, um, you know, my heart is with, with Brave since, since day one. So uh, Gabriel Miranda for me on this one. I don't know. Who, I'm sure Shane is the favorite on this fight. Yeah, Shane Young is yeah. coming in um, three losses in a three. row. He's a yep. minus one sixty five favorite. I think mainly because he's fighting at home. 
Um, and because Gabriel Miranda lost his first debut uh, fight uh, about almost a year ago, 11 months, he's a plus yeah. 140 underdog. Um, I think I'm going to go with the dog here just based on the fact that, uh, you know, Shane has lost three in a row, bro. Yeah. Um, two decisions in her back to back, but, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how you shake something like that. Um, maybe being at home will do that for you, but you know, I think if anyone could pull this off and win, it's going to be Miranda and via submission. Yeah. yeah. If Miranda does do it by submission, that's pretty much most of his career wins have been by submission. Shane Young is shown to be pretty tough and has never been submitted in his career. I'm leaning towards Shane Young in that aspect because I think Gabe's, you know, path to victory will for sure be the ground. Shane may not bite on that and keep the fight standing. I think that's his path to victory. Maybe a topology. Topology. Miranda's a favorite, 67% favorite. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Shane Young, but I'm definitely not, you know, confident in, in him, like, going out there and, and, and getting a finish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shane Young by decision. So, Mark. Yeah, that that would be my other choice, bro. I mean, I'll, I'll probably put a, an alternate bet slip for Shane Young winning by decision. Um, but my go is going to be Miranda. Mm-hmm. Mark, what do you got? Uh, Gabriel. Gabriel. What? Oh, Gabriel. I don't understand what you said. Moving on to the next fight of the night, uh, welterweight <laughs> action, Blood Diamond. Uh, he has been out for a year, taking on a uh, noob cybot, Charles Radke. Um, man, Blood Diamond's been out for a year, and he's hopefully got uh, – I mean, I know he's training with uh, Volkanovski and uh, City Kickboxing guys. Hopefully, he has improved and made improvements. I don't think, I don't think either of these guys are like UFC caliber. Let's put it out there because Radke, what he got the opportunity here from fighting. Who did he lose to? Didn't Jason Knight submit him right on the contender series? Radke, um, his last fight was at CFFC. Um, it's like five months ago. He's won four in a row. He's a, he's a minus two fifty favorite. Uh, Blood Diamond just dropped two in a row. Okay, like yeah, said, no, I got two. I got fighters mixed up. Okay, yeah, no blood. This fight is really, like I said, not UFC caliber guys. I don't trust in either of them. I don't know. It's a pick'em fight. I don't know if the, who the favorite is, Rudy. But my, minus two fifty favorite for uh, Charlie Radke, and uh, mine a plus one ninety five underdog for uh, Blood Diamond. Let me check the betting odds right now because I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking Radke just because of his uh, nickname, Chuck Buffalo. Chuck Buffalo, you can't go wrong with that, bro. And he kind of looks like a little brother of Justin Gaethje, too. <laughs> he does, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a minus 300 favorite right now, dude. So, obviously, a lot of people see something special in this kid. I'm going to go with Charlie Radke. Yep. Yeah, that's a safe pick because Blood Diamond's not to be trusted, though, for sure. I cannot pick his fights right either, so. but. But moving on to uh, a lightweight bout, uh, Landon Quinones against Nazareth Hakprath. It is a, a replacement bout. Landon Quinones was the guy um, submitted by uh, Jason Knight on the contender series. They signed him up. I don't know. That's, this is like, I mean, Hakprath should run away with this one, but it could just be some a dog fight. Quinones goes out there and drags him into the later rounds. But I don't know. I think Hakprath's uh-huh. probably did a submission or so or finish at some point, right? 
Yeah, Hasperat is. I mean, that dude is like glue. He's like glue, man. Um, he is a uh, one of the bigger favorites on this card. He opened up at a, a minus four ten heavy favorite, plus three twenty underdog for Landon Quinones. Uh, Landon making his UFC debut. Uh, Nasrat won his last fight against John yeah. Modesto unanimous decision about a year ago, and he dropped two in a row via unanimous decision. Um, that's his mo. He usually just grinds you to death. And, you know, I just – I don't think somebody coming into the UFC is, is re- prepared for that type of level of, of pressure. So uh, that's probably why he's a heavy favorite. You know, Tapalzi, 89% got him winning over Quinones. I mean, I wouldn't put money on Quinones winning this fight. I, I think Nate Najrat, he's just going to – he's going to steamroll him. Yeah, yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be a big upset, man. If he ends up getting that win, I mean, shoot, dude, Packrat has been around the block in the UFC, and at yep. 155, he's kind of just like on the outskirts of whatever, like top 30, 40 in the, that division. That's just how deep it is. But yeah, safe pick, Packrat. I think we're all in agreement that he gets this win. It'll be a big upset if he does drop the bout. So. Yep, yep. But uh, moving on, speaking of John McDessie. Oh wait, wait. Let, let me tell you the 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 current. Odds for him. Nasrat is now a minus five hundred favorite. Landon Quinones is plus three seventy five underdog. So, yeah, man, um, it's just gonna get, it's just gonna get wider. Yeah. As it should That's be. That's what she said. Yep. Big upset. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, speaking of the bull, John McDessey, I think this is his twentieth UFC fight. Like somehow, some way, John McDessey has made it twenty fights in the UFC. That's another fact of the night but uh, against jamie malarkey i think malarkey probably would have been like he had who did he lose to the last fight he got um, Muhammad yeah, he's two Jamie, months ago like, yeah yeah so like a quick turnaround for malarkey but he was on his way to fighting like pretty top comp- competition so he won that fight so he was about to fight uh what's his name kuda Labzi, and that was a replacement yep. opponent in which he got beat so, yeah, McDessey, I don't know, man. This is a dog fight, man. Like, I don't know. I can't pick against Malarkey, but McDessey's one of those guys that goes out there and could just fucking slash KO head kick second round <laughs> or something. Like, nah. If you look at his records, bro, um, they're all decision wins or losses by either one of these guys. Um, if anything, I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, the hometown guy. Jamie Malarkey, he's a minus 190 favorite right now um, over John McDessey, a plus 155 slide underdog. Uh, So home advantage, the height and reach advantage. I mean, six foot against a 5'8", dude. John McDessey is is just kind of (laughs) small for that weight class. Uh, So I think he's going to get bullied, man, and it's going to be a decision win. It's going to go to Malarkey. I I don't see John McDessey being able to to beat this dude. So you're saying it's the basic uh, malarkey performance and a decision. Yeah, round. it's going to be malarkey, just a, bro. Just a bunch of malarkey. A bunch of malarkey. And don't forget, dude, you know, John McDessey's 38 years old. Uh, Jamie Malarkey is almost 10 years younger than him. So that's going to play into this fight as well. Um, yeah, I don't care how, how much you train, you know, some at some point, you know, Father Time is going to catch up with you. It, it does yeah, with all, all fighters, bro. All fighters. Yeah. Except for uh, Clay Guida. Oh, yeah, except oh, for that yeah. guy. Clay Guida's a cyborg, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a fucking sure. alien. But, but moving on to uh, still on the prelims, of course, uh, Jack Jenkins, another backyard, or fighting in his backyard against Chepe, Machinga, Mariscal. Um, I don't know. A lot of people are really, like, like a lot of people are they're picking Mariscal. I'm picking Jack I'm Jenkins. I'm picking Chepe, bro. I'm that, boy is, uh, that, that, that boy is a fucking, he was a fucking beast in LFA, man. Well, Steve beat him. Steve steamrolled him. Well, yeah, but that's, we're talking about Steve Garcia, bro. I mean, and that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> but I think like Jenkins, like how many guys tibia is, or he breaks legs. Like he's got, I think Chip has got problems with guys that throw leg kicks. And like his way of winning fights and his path to maybe winning this one is just to make it chaos. Which it no, probably could I, happen, but Jenkins has got great defense, great uh, takedowns, and he's got he's got a, a lot of uh, things covered uh, that will create problems for Mariscal and frustrate him. And I think Jack Jenkins wins an outright unanimous decision, man. It makes it look pretty easy. Yeah, I could see that happening. I just uh, he could break his leg. He's, he's been breaking legs. Like this guy, like what, who do you? He's going to break legs. For? Yeah, so you got to factor that in that the guy, he's, he could check kicks very well. Great yeah. wrestler. He's got great clinch. Um, I think this is somewhat of a step down in competition uh, for either guy. I don't know, like Marisco, yeah, he is. He goes in there and makes it a dog fight. I, I can see him doing that and maybe winning like a split. But yeah, for sure, this is like a, a decision Jenkins. Like I said, I don't know. Mark, tell me you got Jack Jenkins with me, brother. Mm-hmm. Two and two. All right. Like we'll Damn, like dude. Are you awake, Mark? Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, Jack Jenkins, man. I mean, that dude's a motherfucker, man. He just kicks the shit out of you. Uh, his wins in the UFC have all been unanimous decision. Um, I don't know, man. Chepe was supposed to lose his last fight, and he ended up just. That was a that was that was impressive, bro. Impressive fight for me. Um, I think he's got what it takes to, to beat someone like Jack Jenkins. It's not very likely, but I'm going to just give it to the underdog um, and go with the Mariska winning by decision. It's a close one. It's a close, very close fight, like I said. But Jenkins, his last fight was at Jamal Emmers. A lot of people thought he lost the fight. It was a split, but I think he bounces back and looks good, you know, in Australia and shows out. I think a lot of the, the Aussie fighters will dominate. You know what I mean? This is one card where I'm going to favor you know, the hometown guys. So yeah. And, uh, another guy, the next fight, I'm definitely favoring him. I think we're all in agreement. Carlos Olberg against the young mm-hmm. Olberg. Carlos is going to fucking demolish Goon, bro. First round KO. First round KO. Carlos hey, is not even going to fucking break a sweat, right man. <laughs> hey, but I'm going to th- I'll throw it out there though. This is a very low key snoozer of the night on the flip side. You want to know why? Because both these guys are like counter guys and maybe might be waiting around a little too long. And, yeah, you know, that's true. If it happens nah. for two rounds, I called it right here. Potential snoozer. Just like that. You know what I mean? Look at it that way. So, but I got minus, a, uh, minus 280 Olberg. favorite for Olberg, down junk, plus 225 underdog. So, yeah, definitely going Carlos Olberg. Yep. He's and, 95% bro on topology. Well, I don't disagree with that, and uh, Olbert's going out there. And, I mean, a lot of guys that he's fought before, though, have been, like, guns blazing, running at him. I don't think Jung's going to do that, so that's why I think uh, 
potential snoozer, but Olbert gets a finish, catches him at some point. That's my that's my pick. So, but uh, moving on to the main card, opening the main card, Tyson Pedro against Anton Trukalish, and Tyson Pedro, man, what last time? Like if he doesn't, he's never won a fight by decision, right? He always wins by finish. Yeah. Yeah, and the the reason he lost that last one um, against Modestos yeah, yeah. is because he he was just outclassed on the ground. Yeah, yep. he was gassed. I, honestly, like, if he goes past two here, it could get interesting. But I don't know, man. Pedro, like I said, he's another uh, hometown or uh, Aussie fighter, which I'm going to favor all the Aussie fighters, which might be my demise on picks and bets. Oh, it's going to be. <laughs> so I, I've never, I've never seen anything special about uh, the pleasure man. Um, I don't even like his, I, I hate his, uh, his nickname. Nickname. And the shit he says is cringe. I'm going to make you taste the pleasure man. Like, bro, what that's what he said. And Tyson's like, no. um, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. taste the pleasure man. <laughs> <laughs> I've got well, Tyson Pedro winning this fight. Uh, I yeah. think he's going to make the pleasure man taste himself and <laughs> smash, his, smash his face. I'm going with a second round TKO. Yeah. Y'all got Pedro. Mark, you, you and Rob, are, are, you guys are all Pedro, right? Am I the only one yep. picking Pedro. Pedro, no, bro. I'm not picking against him. I got Pedro. But if it goes, man, Dave. Hey, but if it goes two rounds, two rounds and a half, two and a half, it's going to get weird, and the pleasure man might pull out a it's fucking crazy, bro. It's dead even right now, minus 110. Wow. I'm telling you, pleasure man, I'm telling you. Wow. <laughs> but moving on the main card, a uh, rematch that we've only seen 30 seconds of last time because it was like one of the nastiest eye pokes in UFC history. Oh, yeah. Justin Taffa against Austin Lane, who was a uh, – who did he play for? He was like a former, like a fucking uh, Jacksonville Jaguar, right? He's a former football yep. player. Yep. And he's huge, man. He has a huge ass head. And he's Justin, huge, bro. Yeah. And Tafa, he fuck, that's a big target, man. And Tafa's mm-hmm. a killer. And man, I don't know. This is one where like my picks may steer, may go against the the Aussie fighter here with Tafa because I don't know, Matt Lane. That fight was it had the potential of being an absolute war, and somebody was going to get slept. You know, yeah, and, and I think it was going to be tough, man. In that fight, um, Austin Lane came out swinging, bro, and it was just – I was just waiting for it to happen, bro. Um, Justin Taffa just couldn't deal with the size of this guy and how fast he was, and he just kind of deer in the headlights, bro, until he got that eye poke. Um, so I don't, I don't know what the fuck people – maybe – I mean, yeah, it's it's Tafa. He's at home. But if you saw that last fight, as long as it lasted, and you're still gonna heavy favorite on on Justin Ta, I, I don't know what you're smoking, man. He's a minus two fa- two forty moderate favorite, plus one ninety five underdog for Austin Lane. I'm gonna put my money on the dog. Uh, I think Austin Lane's gonna sleep Justin Tafa. Um, unfortunately, I, I love Justin Tafa, but bro, that last outing, yeah, it was. You could tell, man, he was just – it was too much to handle. Austin Lane is, I don't know, dude, just a different type of animal, man. He's 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 massive, bro, massive. And, and I'm sure – yeah, and I'm sure he's got cardio for days too. Yeah, yeah. and also yeah. too, like, the, you know, last time when they fought it was in Jacksonville, that was in this backyard of Austin Lane, and that shit happened. You know, the fight got stopped. 
now he's had to make the trip all the way across the world, you know, to fight in Tafa's backyard. So I don't know if that's going to play in, you know, whatever to Justin Tafa's. There's a lot. Of, it's, a, it's an Australian Aussie card. Very heavy on the, the city kickboxing guys. The entire team's basically on the main card, uh, showcasing on the prelims. But this is uh, this is the, the, the official tapology parlay breaker fight of the night for sure. I have to throw it out there. So whichever way you pick in, I don't know, man. This is I, I'm gonna go Justin Toffler. I'm gonna keep my, the Aussie. Uh, so yeah, and he probably will win, and he won't crack a smile. So, uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but. Moving on to the main card, the star of the press conference and the biggest star of this show, Manal Kopp, mm. who's supposed to be fighting Kai Kara France. Star boy. Oh, that's he's a star, see? That's what I'm saying. Felipe Dos Santos stepping in there. Man, I don't know. Maybe Manal Kopp's another Gicta of all Gictas for me in my history of tapology. I'm looking at it now. Uh, I picked his last fight correctly, but I mean... This one's a tough one, right, Rob? Who do you got, bro? Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, I'm an old cop. Stole the show and shit. But, man, I'm going to steer my vote to get to, to in favor of Felipe Dos Santos. <laughs> what hey, the hell not? That's, what you guys, that's what you guys said last week when I picked oh, no. to win, bro. And look yeah. what happened. Where's the hell now, nah? Rudy? Cue it up. Yeah. And it's going to be by submission. You are so wrong. <laughs> hey, he's undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah, he's he undefeated, bro, but he, yeah. he, he hasn't fought. The Cal- UFC caliber fighters, um, Manel Cop has. He's been fighting in the UFC for quite some time. He's on a three-fight win streak. Um, he's a minus three seventy favorite, plus two ninety underdog for Dos Santos coming in short notice. Uh, yeah, bro. I- and and making his UFC debut. Uh, so I don't know. And on the main card, so I, I don't see how this is gonna go his way, man. I mean, there's a chance. But I, I don't see that happening. I think that the Manel cop is is just going to grind him down and probably win by decision. Yeah, no, I pick. Uh, well, I understand like kind of Manel Cap's pain, man, because what he had a slated fight with fucking Alex Perez canceled. He had the fight with Davison Figueroa, which is fire. That got canceled. Kai Car France canceled. This, this dude's ready to fight. And it just uh, unfortunately, Felipe has got to make a debut, like you said, Rudy, on a main card. Cop got thrown to the wolves when he made his UFC debut against like Pantoja, I think his first fight, and he had a whole lot of high hope and uh, expectations. Then he's improved, three fight winning streak. Dos Santos would be a big upset. I will pick Manal Cop, some type of finish so he goes out there heated as fuck and gets the job done, and calls out Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark, you got a uh, cop, right? Yeah. He's going to end Dos Santos' streak. Okay, moving on to the co-main event. Kai, the pizza delivery man, to Ivasa against Volkov. The biggest, what is he, the biggest, tallest fighter in the UFC? Probably has the biggest tattoo in the UFC, mm-hmm. right? Back. Yeah, yeah. 
But to Avasa, he's got that Masvidal, Nick Diaz look going on, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, crazy, man. Uh, Volkov's coming in as a as a minus two hundred favorite, uh, plus one seventy underdog for Tai Tuivasa. Tuivasa's dropped two in a row. Volkov's on the opposite end, winning two in a row. Um, so that's probably why he's coming in as a favorite, despite Tuivasa fighting at home in front of his crowd. I don't know, man. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on him to to win this fight. If he doesn't, uh, it might be his last fight in the UFC. Um, and just I think so. stylistically, man, I Volkov is always, in my opinion, he's he's not done well with with heavy hitters, man. That is true. Yeah. Well, he did. He did. He did. He did. He did uh, finish uh, Rosenstruck and Romanov. Yeah, yeah. Rosenstruck, yeah, but uh, Tom Ospinall got him in a submission. Cyril yeah. Don beat him unanimous decision. Um, I think. Tui Vasa stands a chance to sleep him, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna pick Tui Vasa. I'm gonna go with a, a finish. But I think I'm gonna regret that. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pick Volkov. I'm gonna think Volkov stops him in two rounds. Because I think it'll be a fire first round, like it always mm-hmm. is in the tied Tui Vasa fight. But yeah, man, like there's a lot of pressure. This is one fight where like for sure, you know, a lot of parlays are going to ride on this specific bout. You know what I mean? The cap mm-hmm. the night off, you know what I mean? So, man, Ty, I don't know. If he loses three in a row like he is at the bottom tier of heavyweights and it'd be hard to climb back up to where he potentially was at one point, like a possible title contender. So, he knows what's on the line. Uh, Volkov's got a number five by his name. Tuvasa's near like the 20s or so. Uh Volkov's got a lot to lose in this one, too. He's got all the legends. Of, I mean, all the, the current like uh, top contenders. Lost to a few of them, but he's on a streak. I don't think that streak stops, man. And uh, Tuvasa, three in a row, unfortunately, because he goes out there and throws them chingasos and doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he might get caught, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> Bro, Tai Tuvasa, if he doesn't win, we're, we're going to see the announcement. He got the pink slip. Bellator heavyweight champion. Perfect. That's going to be him at the end. <laughs> we are not going to see a shoey. Nope. No, we're going to see a shoey either way. No yeah. matter what. I yeah, see. no matter what. Dude, what if, he lo- what, if, what if he loses badly and he retires? Mm. Yeah, well, he delivering pieces doesn't pay as much as he again, I could be wrong, you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I think he he wants to stay in the UFC. Um, yeah. So he's going to do his, what he's got to take. Even if he's got to do what it takes, even if it means putting his his chin out on the line. Yeah, he's a, hot, a tough guy to finish, man. So yeah. Yep, for sure. Volkov is just a brick shit house to himself. Mm-hmm. So it's like it'd be a tough. Two boss if he lands a bomb, Volkov is going to have to eat one or two, and uh, in order to get to. Katui and get him out of there. So it'll be be interesting, man. This fight's very proper for a co-main event. So, and uh, it almost was the fucking main event, right? We didn't have a main event yeah. until three weeks ago. So, but with that said, the main event of the evening: Israel Adesanya against Sean Strickland. Who would have thought in 2023 Strickland would get the title shot? I called it. We all we called it, man. We've all been one. I've been, me and you, David, been pushing Strickland to get that title shot. 
I'm going with the dog, bro, just because I want I, I want everybody's brains to explode when he wins. Same here. Is he maybe the betting favorite? But a lot of people want to see Strickland get that. He's a he's a huge favorite. Minus six hundred favorite, plus four forty underdog for uh, Strickland right now. The betting odds it's even wider. Minus seven hundred favorite for Israel Adesanya, plus four sixty underdog for Sean Strickland. Um, yeah, if if you get if Sean Strickland wins, and I mean even if you have a couple of just small parlays, you're gonna win big, man. You're gonna win big, but it's highly unlikely. But hey, man, um, it's Sean Strickland. I want those bragging rights. If he does win, I want to say, yeah, I fucking picked this dude. <laughs> you guys think uh, like Izzy's been, you know, whatever. He's like the second greatest middleweight of all time. But say in some crazy scenario that Strickland wins, it's not controversial. Does Izzy deserve a rematch? It depends. It depends. It depends on the fight, bro. Because Drikas is out there. I mean, there's still quite. A, there's a couple contenders. You got a. Paulo Costa, Chimaev are going to fight next month. Mm -hmm. So we don't know, like, you know, for sure who's going to get the shot. I know Izzy's saying he calls the shots, but he has to get through Sean Strickland on Saturday. If, if he loses, I, I think that would be just too big of a, a blow to his ego, and I think he would probably take some time off. I don't think he'd, he'd come back immediately to fight him. Yeah, um, that's a good point, yeah. And, I mean, at the point and, is, and, you know, how, how, how many times have we seen – you know, fighters get so comfortable being at the top that uh, they overlook somebody like Sean Strickland. Just you think like he's gonna overlook him. I think he's definitely overlooking him, bro. I think he's I definitely think he's overlooking this guy. Out. Possibly, um, I'm picking Sean Strickland to knock him out. I just some unexpected crazy bullshit, dude. You know, I didn't expect Sean Strickland to win his last fight by knockout, uh, and he did, man. So mm. I don't know, man. Um, I'm just going to go balls to the wall with some crazy pick and pick Sean Strickland to win by, by KO finish. I just want to see I just want to see the world get shocked just like we did when uh, Kamaru got kicked in the head. That was an epic moment. Uh, I want to see another epic moment. Um, I want to see – I just want to see a shakeup. I want to see a shakeup in the, in the industry. I want to see uh, all the media just cringe at the fact that Sean Strickland won. Um because so many people just hate him and hate his message. And I don't know why, man. I Because mean, he's yeah, a man. Forget, uh, yeah, Rob mentioned the Holly Holm knockout. Where did that happen? In Sydney. In Sydney. Mm -hmm. Yep. But, um, and I called the, that too, man. The before, round uh, yeah. and how she was going to finish. I won, I think, 400 bucks off of that fight for like a $10 bet. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I called it on ESPN Radio, year 2013. You could look it up; it's out there. But um, before I get my official prediction, Rob, uh, Mark, Rudy, what will the post uh, speech sound like from Sean Strickland? Let's hear it. Running for president. Well, I want to thank everybody out here. Uh, everybody who came out here to meet us, see me fight. <laughs> I want to thank the guy, man. Maybe you can go home and touch your dog a little more. <laughs> and uh, go USA! <laughs> hey, I, I and he wants out. And I think, in fact, if he does win, that'll be one of the best like post-fight conferences because they'll be like, "All right, you're the champ. Say whatever you want to say. We don't give a shit anymore." Mm -hmm. you know what I, mean? so, I think he's gonna cry, bro. If he wins, he's gonna cry, bro. And he's bro. probably gonna he's gonna ask his 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 girlfriend to marry him. 
right yes. there in the cage. Right there in the middle of the ring, bro. He's gonna say he's gonna say some shit like, well, you're gonna see a side of me that you never seen before. I wanna invite my girlfriend here. I got something to say to you. you gonna love me. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch. I would love to see Sean Strickland hold that gold and bring it back to the U.S. Uh, Izzy's been one of the best middleweights of all time, and for him to drop it, I mean, we've seen it happen. Look at fucking Aljamain Sterling and Sean O'Malley. The most unlikely shit has been happening in main events. People, like, giving these fighters no chance. Don't rule it out. Yeah, a lot of people had O'Malley, uh, you know, I, I said that the only way he wins is some spectacular flash knockout. That's exactly how it happened. But I didn't give him a chance in hell. I was like, bro, Aljo's just levels, man. Levels. Um, and the same, it's the same fucking setup. You know, there's levels. And you think you see Izzy and see, see what he's accomplished as opposed to Strickland. Not trying to diminish what Strickland has done, but, you know, he's just, he's been at the top for such a long time. And, and Sean just got this. By chance, let's be real here, you know. Yeah. And and a lot of the times when when shit plays out like that, the guy on top just like for reals. This I guess I'm just gonna go in there and make some easy money. You know, they think this is gonna be easy money, quick work, easy money, and they go in there and they get something they didn't fucking prepare for, didn't expect because they thought, hey, I'm I'm levels above this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And Unfortunately, that shit happens, bro. We saw it with Kamara Usman. We saw it with Aljamain Sterling. We've seen it with even to to Israel Adesanya when Pereira knocked his ass out. You know, it's just it seems to be the trend. And I think I don't know, man. I have a good feeling about this shit. I don't. It's it's weird. Yeah. And if it is like a decision scenario where Strickland wins, it's just going to be a straight up kickboxing match. You know what I mean, I don't but if it's a decision win, bro, that's going to be Stan Sanders' fight of the night. Yeah, but my official pick is Israel Adesanya knocked out third round, remains the champ, and uh, maybe he gets hurt, though, in the process, has to come back. And you know what I mean? Sean catches him with something early, wins that round, and then Izzy, you know, does his thing and maybe drags it to a decision. But overall, I don't see Izzy losing the belt. A lot of pressure, the curse of the UFC 5 cover, the Drake curse, whatever you want to put upon this fight. I don't know. I can't pick against Izzy, but I would love to fucking see Sean Strick and hold the gold. Hell yeah. Me too, bro. Damn, Hell dude, yeah. with, with, my, with my my dog bets, it, dude, a $5 bet should get me $17,000. Jesus Christ. If, 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 if all my, my uh, underdogs hit. So it's we it's a very... A, we didn't pick a sandwich of the night fight, but I said potential sandwich would be the... Uh, uh, was it the Tyson Pedro? Right, that was my. No, I'll tell you which one is going to be. <laughs> it's going to be the the Hakparast Quinones fight. Hakparast is just he's just going to be a wet blanket, bro. Yeah, so I'm calling that one now. Be, that one's going to be the guaranteed sandwich. Yep. Well, remember this shit next week. Everybody that's listening, call us out and tell us we were wrong. Tell Rudy you <laughs> <we> were wrong. <laughs> sandwich <laughs> fight of the night. But. but we do have a card, a main event, you know, came about somewhat late. They slapped together the Yellow Bastard poster, but <laughs> Sydney, Strickland made it. They let him in the country, told him to kind of keep it toned down a bit, but he holds the gold. Dude, Strickland ain't going to tone down a bit, bro. Come on. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. Post-fight. We'll see what happens. Yeah. 
Right on. Well, fellas, that is the show for tonight. Um, awesome show again, as always, every Thursday night. Quick shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you for uh, joining us tonight. Really do appreciate the support. Uh, we always love seeing that uh, um, the community, you know, coming together and, and, and supporting what we do. And it's just, it's fun. We just love doing this. We just love hanging out and talking fights and shit, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a party. It's a party when you hang out with City Greenside guys. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much for everybody's support. And uh, David, you know what to do, bro. Yep, sure. Another one in the books, episode one eighty eight, the Yellow Bastard edition of Sitting Ringside, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, thanks to everybody that's watching and or listening. Uh, for all the latest combat sports news, go to fightbookmma.com. Check us out there for all the results for all the events happening this weekend. Uh, for all our previous episodes and to listen to this show and podcast platform, wherever you get your podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, go to our YouTube, subscribe there, hit us up, uh, like, subscribe, get the notifications, uh, hit us up, you know, give Rob a shout, hit up Rudy, send the Unabomber friend request, you know. <laughs> but uh, for myself, Dave Rodriguez, Mark Ambu up north, Rudy Lara, producer at hand, and our jefe, Roberto Villa, we are sitting ringside, we are out. Enjoy the fight. We'll catch you next week.